Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. We are here today to mark Lyme Disease Awareness Month. And with that, warnings about ticks. Not all ticks are the strains that carry Lyme disease, and not all ticks that could carry Lyme disease do carry Lyme disease. I'm Tim Wenger on the podcast, powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. It is Lyme Disease Awareness Month, and there are some practical warnings and things you really need to know. How to protect yourself from ticks, know when to seek medical help, and what to do if you suspect infection with Lyme disease. Well, it's as an infection by a bacteria, Borrelia burgdorferi, and that usually is carried by ticks. Dr. Gail Burstein is the Erie County Health Commissioner, and I talked with her at an awareness event at Rhinestein Woods in Depew on the subject of ticks and Lyme disease. And so uh, that's why we advise people if they've been outside in the warm weather where there's uh, near grass or shrubs, uh, that they should make sure that they protect themselves before they go out. So that can include making sure your skin is covered with clothing like long sleeve shirts or long pants and socks and tuck your pants into your socks. If uh, if it's too hot, we, we it will get warm this summer, that's what I'm hearing. And it might be uh, very uncomfortable to wear uh, like long sleeve shirts and long pants. I mean, make sure that you use some good, effective insect repellent. So the EPA has their uh, registered insect repellent on their website. Usually um, the most common insect repellents that are available on the market contain DEET. And so you want to make sure that you get a insect repellent that it, with DEET that has a high enough concentration, you know, at least 20%. I think people in the past have been worried about absorption and toxicity toxicity from that, but it's really you know unlikely that it's going to go through the barrier of your skin. So even children as young as two months of age can uh, have DEET applied to their skin. You just have to make sure it doesn't get in anybody's you know mouth or their eyes or their nose, or make sure you don't put it over a, you know a sore or cut you know some broken skin. But otherwise, it's uh, it's very very safe. Um, you know, also there's some other things that, that you can do to protect yourself uh, with um, from um, from getting bitten from ticks uh, when you you know come back from playing outdoors or being outdoors uh, make sure you do a tick check and uh, you know not just the your skin exposed areas but the ticks have little appendages and they like to crawl up into dark warm places in your body so check under your arms check in your groin and make sure that you check your kids too if they were outside and then also another added protection is just uh, you know to shower or bathe uh, after being outdoors so if there is like a little tick 
and especially this type of, of this time of year, the baby ticks are out, the nymphs, and they're as, actually as small as poppy seeds, so they might be difficult to see. Um, hopefully, you'll wash them off if uh, if you bathe, um, and, and make sure that you know. Also, your animal, your pets are protected. You know, talk to your vet about what type of collars or insect repellent that that they should use, and then uh, if you know, be aware of symptoms of Lyme disease. So you know, usually uh, you know most people if they get Lyme disease they catch it in the first 30 days so then it's easily treated with a course of very common antibiotics that you've probably taken before like a, a doxycycline or amoxicillin um, and uh, but the feet the symptoms usually are people present with um, usually around a week after they were bitten uh, they can develop uh, fevers you know aches and pains they can have joint pain they can have muscle pain bone pain they can have sw like swollen lymph nodes in their neck and in their groin um, you know really bad headaches uh, there's a, like a classic rash that we usually see associated with Lyme disease not everybody gets the rash with Lyme disease so just because you don't have the rash doesn't mean you don't have Lyme disease you know it starts off as uh, like a red blotch usually the area where you bitten and then it expands and the the central area is clears so it looks like a bullseye so that's like really classic Lyme disease so uh, you you know if you think you may have had we may have Lyme disease you should talk to your health care provider and uh, you know about getting a course of antibiotics to get treated for Lyme disease and and if you do find a tick on your body, uh, you want to make sure that you remove it, uh, you know, safely and correctly, and and you know all the appendages. So you can uh, go to the our Erie County Health Department website, or the New York State Health Department's website, or the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and there are like pamphlets and even videos about how to remove the ticks. And basically, you take tweezers and you hug the tick with the tweezers, and you gently rock it back and forth until all the appendages are removed and then wash off the site make sure you get everything off then is it like panic mode though I mean if, if well, you've had one on you well then you know you are at risk of getting Lyme disease but it doesn't mean you definitely will get Lyme disease not not all ticks are the strains that carry Lyme disease and not all ticks that could carry Lyme disease, do carry Lyme disease, and you tick really needs to be latched on to a person for a good 36 to 48 hours before a person is infected with Lyme disease. So, so the bottom line is just because you find a tick on you doesn't mean you definitely are going to get Lyme disease. And we know that with all the emerging antibiotic resistance that we have in our community, it's it's really not wise to get uh, you know start a course of antibiotics if you, if you don't feel ill. You know, every medicine has side effects. Usually we take them for their good side effects, but they all can have bad side effects too. And especially with kids, um, you know, uh, like the, the most common kind of you know, um, medication-related uh, problems seen in emergency departments is related to antibiotics, like allergic reactions or Stevens-Johnson. So you, you know, you just shouldn't take them if you don't need so them. So if we, if, you know, if I find a tick on myself after being outside for a run or whatever, I'm out, you know, in, you know, walking here at Reinstein Woods, um, and I, you know, properly get rid of the tick, or maybe it hadn't latched on, and I get it get it off of me. I mean, do I wait to find out if I develop symptoms, or do I go see someone immediately? No, I would wait to see if you develop symptoms. I mean, if you feel well, then you probably don't have Lyme disease, and you know, you don't need any type of treatment. And especially if uh, you, you're pretty sure that you didn't have a tick on you, be, you know, before your run or your walk, and then you find it afterwards, it's, you know, it was probably only there for 
you know, those number of hours that you were out, and so it's extremely unlikely that so you were infected. The key, infected. too, is longevity. I heard you, you guys right. stress that. Right. So the, the tick has to be latched on for at least 36 to 48 hours before it's able to transmit the, the bacteria that causes Lyme disease. Now, as I mentioned to you, I, I met some people afflicted with Lyme disease, and it's very tough. It's a difficult disease uh, uh, to deal with and overcome. Um, there's some controversy in the medical community too. It's not always properly either diagnosed or once it's treated, there's some some problems in the medical community. Can you comment on that? Right. So uh, chronic Lyme disease is, is uh, by definition, uh, Lyme disease that hasn't been treated or persists for longer than 30 days. And that's when we see some, you know, pretty uh, serious complications from Lyme disease. So, um, you know, basically you could see, uh, you know, continued, you know, joint pain. People develop arthritis. Um, people can get kind of a meningitis type syndrome with a terrible headache and a stiff neck. Um, they can develop a Bell's palsy, which is uh, like one of your facial paralysis on one side. Um, people can get shooting nerve pain. Uh, um, people can get, have uh, heart problems, you know, cardiac involvement uh, um, that causes them to develop shortness of breath or, you know, very fast heart rate palpitations. Uh, so it, um, you know, Lyme disease can cause a lot of uh, serious chronic problems. So it, uh, chronic Lyme disease is a controversy in the medical literature. Um, the, you know, our um, ability to diagnosis isn't great, and the, um, you know, the, the, the recommended treatment isn't always effective. And on the other side, there are a lot of people who believe they have chronic Lyme disease that may not really have chronic Lyme disease. And there are also, there are physicians out there that, use evidence-based care, and there are physicians out there that you know, say, tell people, you know, give me a thousand bucks and I'll put you on this treatment that's not evidence-based, and and, um, and so then they uh, suffer many complications. So, so it's, 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 uh, it's a difficult uh, quandary in, in medicine. Yeah, extremely, but I, I, I guess the real takeaway here for most people is if you are outdoors, if you notice a tick, see a tick on you, your children, or your pet, get rid of it quickly, properly, and you're probably going to be okay and, and keep mindful of your symptoms. Sure, and even uh, ahead of that, you know, make sure that you take precautions before you go outside. Uh, you know, cover your, your skin as much best you can, and the areas of exposed skin, make sure you cover them with a good insect repellent. And again, on EPA's website, they have all the registered insect repellents that should be effective. Want to go for a hike? Sure, I didn't bring my hiking shoes. <laughs> Cover up, everyone, and stay alert. Back Monday. That's 9.30 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 